Stacy, and this is the Creative Table Podcast. Thank you so much for hitting play wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Creative Table is a place where everyone has a seat at the table because we are all creatively made. Well, here we are at the end of October. I'm actually recording this on the evening of October 28th. Now, given all that 2020 has been, And we are ending the month where Halloween falls on a Saturday night with a full moon. There's a hurricane on one side of the country, fires on the other side. And here in the desert, we actually had two nights of hard freeze warnings this week. Perhaps we might go to sleep on the 31st and wake up only to find it's the 32nd of October. I kid, I kid. Or at least I hope I do. Nevertheless, we are simply days away from November the month when the leaves really change color and the trees begin to head into the winter's rest time. Of course, here in the desert, cactus keep their needles and we have the lovely brown fall color all year long. November is also the month that seems to have been deemed the month to post whatever you are grateful for each day of the month. Now, I have certainly posted a gratitude post every day of every November since Tom at MySpace was the big thing. The last five years, though, have taught me what it really means to not just be grateful every single day, but to somehow express that gratitude, not only to God, but in actions to those around me. I wanted to spend a little time on this episode talking about creative ways to bless and therefore be blessed and share the thankfulness for all the riches that we have been abundantly given. I am actually working on a blog post about gratitude and thankfulness in light of one of my favorite hymns, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. But I wanted to start this episode with the ways that I personally express my gratitude to God every day. I'll be honest, I think that expressing our gratitude is a spiritual discipline. It is, at the very least, a habit that we must develop. I had to figure out some hacks, so to speak, so that I would remember what I so very much wanted to express each day and night, but what I so often would forget and fall asleep before I could do so. First things first, we all, or at least the majority of us, should have cell phones with a handy little alarm feature. Our phone calendars even have that feature for a reminder. And if you are lucky enough to sport a smartwatch, you can have your wrist vibrate with endless reminders all day long. I have taken advantage of these features in the last few years, in a good way. Every morning, I set a reminder, or an alarm if you will, to go off. And that reminder says, thank God for your breath. I try to have that alarm slash reminder go off before I get out of bed. But here in the McLaren household, we get up very early. So sometimes it goes off while I'm having coffee. I mean, it's not often an alarm goes off before five o'clock, but that's okay. I've had it set for long enough that I am in the habit of giving things as soon as the rocket scientist comes in to kiss me goodbye. That's at 5 a.m., if not a little bit before, and to do so before our black lab, Asher, begins to whine to be let out of his crate. What I have found is that I spend more time thanking him for more than just my breath. I set my day with thankfulness. Now don't get me wrong, more days than not, I will soon forget the gratitude has just lifted and I am swept into the craziness of the day. But I know that giving those thankful words and praise-filled whispers first thing slows me down 
before I get caught up into the craziness that is my schedule. Now I end my days with something a little more physical, more tangible. Again, I set another alarm. This time it says, write it down. Yep, I actually use that little app in our phone that says, nope. And I use my phone to write down one lesson from the day that I'm thankful for and one person that I'm thankful for. Full disclosure, of late, this one lesson has been what God is showing me about myself. The way I react, the way I respond, the way I shut down, or the way I move forward. Being thankful doesn't always mean you are thankful about the feel-good stuff. Sometimes it's the stuff that doesn't feel so great that I'm most thankful for, because I know it's pushing me to grow. What I have really noticed is, even on the days that I have been the most stressed out, Writing down my gratitude helps my body to literally unclench and relax. I can actually feel my shoulders dropping. It releases the stress. And once again, I fail on these things often. But I set the alarms because it is a habit, and I want these habits. They say it takes 21 times of doing a task before it becomes a solid habit. So, what better way than to start a new habit of gratitude than to use the month of November and set some daily alarms for yourself. Whatever works for you. I encourage you to do something that will remind you of all that you have been blessed with, not just the stuff you can see. Okay, that's the personal gratitude. Now let's talk about some creative ways to tangibly express your gratitude through blessing others. These are simply some ideas off the top of my head. Many I have done, some I will be doing this year. Again, I will set my calendar reminders so that I don't get to the end of this season or this month and say, oh yeah, that's right, I was going to do that. Too late now. Well, first of all, it's never too late. You can always do these things. But why not start in the month of November? So the first thing is you can make treats for your neighbors. It doesn't have to be all of your neighbors. You can pick one neighbor a week or maybe every other week and make a nice plate of goodies or maybe it's just an extra portion of the dessert that you've made for your family that evening. If you don't know your neighbors, what a great way to start those conversations. Grab a pack of inexpensive large fall paper plates and deliver those treats with a cute little presentation. I mean, hey, Dollar Spot at Target even has some great ceramic plates for Thanksgiving that would be cute as well. Have you ever been booed at Halloween or jingled at Christmas? How about You've been gobbled. Have you ever heard of it? Nope. Look it up. There are so many cute ways to include your kids in blessing your neighborhood. Hey, why not grab a rake and go and rake leaves at a neighbor's house? And yes, by the way, even though we have cactus in the majority of the desert, we do have leaves that need to be raked. How about sending notes to shut-ins? Just notes of blessings to your local nursing home or rehab facility. Trust me, they would be blessed by those. How about telling people that you are thankful for them and what they actually mean to you? I think so often we simply assume that people know we love them or that we are thankful they are in our lives. And so very often they don't. You can never be told too much how, you, how much you are loved or how you bless someone simply by being. Call or text someone in the morning and tell them not to make dinner that night. Just tell them they don't need to open the door. You are simply dropping off dinner for them at the door and you will text them when it's there. 
Again, it doesn't need to be anything fancy. It can be simply an extra portion of the meal that you're making for your family that night. But what a blessing it would be for them. How about going to serve at a local food bank? Of course, in this season, you need to find out what their COVID protocols are. But you will be floored at how blessing others blesses you in this particular area. How about offering to watch a friend's kids? Maybe just watch them while they go grocery shopping. I mean, what mom hasn't dreamed about going to the grocery store without their little children in tow? She might even get an extra cookie at the bakery for herself. How about send a text every day of the week to different people in your life and simply tell them you are praying for them and that you hope they have a great day. If you have littles, go out and buy a pumpkin and each day take a Sharpie marker and write one thing that they are thankful for on the pumpkin. At Thanksgiving dinner, bring the pumpkin to the table and read all of the things that they were thankful for. It is a great reminder for our children to look back over the weeks and see all that they have been blessed with. And it can be a gratitude habit that you are instilling with them as well. If you are far away from grandchildren or nieces and nephews, or maybe just little friends, how about setting up a time to read with them over Snapchat or Facebook groups or FaceTime or any number of the video chat apps that are out there? When we were in quarantine, I would do this with my grandson each night, and we both loved it, which reminds me, I actually need to start doing that again. And he's only five minutes away from us, but it doesn't matter. When you can read to them, especially before bedtime, it can also be a blessing to mom and dad. It can give them a little bit of time to chill before they tuck those littles in. It's a win-win-win. Okay, that is truly just a really short list of creative ways to bless out of the abundance of a grateful heart. My challenge is to you, on November 1st, just start. Pick one of these things, or maybe something that you've thought of, and simply start. If you don't already have, have a habit of gratitude, there is no better time than now to begin. If you stumble, it's okay. Simply start again. That's the beauty of gratitude. There is always something to be thankful for. Once again, I thank you for choosing to listen today or this evening, whenever you might be listening. I will be back next week with another episode. As a reminder, like I said, I'm recording this on the 28th of October, and it will release on the 29th. If you haven't voted already, please go vote on Tuesday the 3rd. And please be in prayer for our country, for our leaders, and no matter who wins, for our world. Until next time, go find a creative way to make someone smile. 